Hey friends, I've thought a lot about this week's episode and whether or not I should use it to address an issue. And after much deliberation, I feel obliged to do so. Because recently I have personally witnessed several examples of what can only be described as unfair trade practice, manipulation, guilt trips, irrational behavior. And what's more, it's happening under my own roof. It's gotten so out of control, I've had to look my three children right in the eye and tell them, I don't care how much you regret your trade. From here on out, there are no more takebacks. This episode is about the things we trade our attention and well-being for. What if I told you that your life right now is worth noticing? This is the Attention Collection. I'm Anthony Garcia. The other day, my children were arguing over chapstick. Chapstick. Who had some? Who didn't? Which flavor was superior? These kids have lost more tubes of chapstick than I have ever owned. But they're never enough. They always want more. And on this day, for whatever reason, my son felt particularly drawn to three soda-flavored chapsticks that happened to be his sister's. Now, these were not brand new chapsticks right out of the package. He had seen them before, but he suddenly couldn't live without them. And he couldn't, for the life of him, understand why his sister wouldn't acquiesce and just hand them over. And so the trade negotiations began. And honestly, I thought the issue would pass fairly quickly after his sister just stonewalled until he gave up. Imagine my surprise when I overheard my son's drum set being dragged from his room into his sister's room. Now, I tried to remain neutral, but this caught my attention. This drew me in. And so I asked, what in the world is going on? Turns out they had settled on a trade agreement after all. One drum set, for three chapsticks. Three greasy furniture staining items that would quickly find a home between couch cushions, traded for a musical instrument. So I had to ask, son, how is that a fair trade? No joke, his immediate response. It's fair because they smell so good. And it doesn't work that well anyways. He was speaking of his drum set. And to be honest, the snare drum needs some work. It needs a new head. But that's it. He traded a drum set for chapsticks that he would probably forget about in a day. Which, I'm here to report, he's already forgotten about them. That is ridiculous. It was an irrational decision based on short-term thinking. A momentary impulse took over and drove the conversation, and I knew he was going to regret it, but he insisted. And so that's why I felt obligated in that moment to institute 
the rule. No matter how much you regret a trade, once the items exchange hands, you can't ask for them back. The deal is done. Now, I thought this would stop them in their tracks. I thought this would cause them to silently do some introspection. Nope. Just a few days later, my other daughter tried to trade her favorite play kitchen for a baby doll. She doesn't like baby dolls. She never plays with baby dolls. What in the world is going on here? And obviously, it's easy to pick out irrational behavior in a small child because it's exaggerated. It's over the top. When they want it, their entire person wants it. It's all over their face. It's snot running down their nose, tears running down their cheeks. But in truth, you and I make trades like this every single day. We trade our mental well-being. We trade our attention. We trade our own best interest for the most trivial things. Have you ever eaten something you knew you were going to regret eating before you even took the first bite? Have you ever sent a text or scrolled a news feed while driving in spite of that little pang of guilt you felt the entire time? Have you ever made a resolution to exercise more or learn a language, or launch a creative endeavor tomorrow, of course, only to hit the snooze button when tomorrow arrives? Have you ever chosen your phone over your child, or your partner, or your friend? Of course you have, and so have I. And just like my children, we realize it almost immediately after the trade is made. It wasn't worth it. But the appeal seemed almost irresistible in the moment. And that's the rub. It's a silly trade. But it's also more than that. It's an unfair trade. Think about it. It's unfair to the person you're becoming. It's unfair to tomorrow's you. And it's unfair to the people you care about. Because when you trade your bandwidth, and your courtesy, and your loving attention for things that ultimately don't matter, no one wins. I have never missed out on Instagram, but I have missed out on meaningful engagement with my family while being on Instagram. And I've never regretted going for a walk, but I have felt pretty silly about skipping one to scroll on my phone. And it's important to note in the conversation about trades, that there's nothing inherently wrong with most of the things we trade our time for. It's just not the trade we would make in hindsight. Most of the time when I hear my kids making trades, I stay completely out of it because I realize they have to learn these lessons on their own. They have to develop these critical skills, especially those that involve decision-making. Hence the no-take-back rule. You made the decision, you have to live with it. But sometimes I feel the need to intervene, to offer some perspective. And that's what I did when my daughters were preparing to trade things they valued for things they never even played with. 
A kitchen for a baby doll. I knew they were lost in the moment with no thought of the future. And I just wanted to remind them of their values. Sometimes you and I have to be reminded of our values. Sometimes we're in the middle of a trade negotiation and we can't see past the moment. That's why it's better to make decisions about those tempting cookies at the grocery store instead of while standing in front of the pantry at midnight. It's better to put the phone in another room before dinner instead of trying to avoid it while it buzzes on the dinner table next to the plate. In his book, Atomic Habits, James Clear suggests a better way to build an exercise habit. Instead of saying, tomorrow's the day, which I've said a million times, and then hoping for the best, he suggests setting your workout clothes, shoes, gym bag, and water bottle out ahead of time. That's not a revolutionary concept, getting prepared for something that's coming later. But we have trouble accessing these things in the moment. And that's why it's so difficult. If I leave my trade negotiations to my sleepy early morning self, I'm going to lose to the snooze button every single time. Because the pillow seems like the perfect trade in my morning fog. But future me knows that's a silly trade. Making the choice before it's time to trade is the key. Here's what I'm willing to give up. But here is what I value too much to trade. It's not even a negotiation. Economist and psychologist Herbert Simon observed, What information consumes is rather obvious. It consumes the attention of its recipients. Hence, a wealth of information creates a poverty of attention. I trade my attention for information every day. And so do you. Sometimes it's a worthwhile trade. Other times, I put down my phone or I get off the computer and I feel like I've just eaten 10 bags of candy. It's all empty calories. We have access to wells of information that people in earlier civilizations literally would have killed for. And we should take full advantage of those resources. But we don't have to consume it all. And we don't have to consume it all today. We don't have to engage with every platform. In fact, when we overload ourselves with information and stimulus, we rob ourselves of the ability to meaningfully engage at all. In our pursuit to connect, we inevitably disconnect. And that is not a fair trade, no matter how you look at it. It's not fair to you, and it's not fair to the people you want to show up for. And sometimes when we trade things, there's no way to trade back. There's no way to undo it. There are no takebacks. Fortunately, we have within us the ability to make these choices beforehand. We can set parameters in place. We can do things to ensure that when the negotiations start, we already know what we're willing to trade and what we refuse to let go of. And I want to take a minute to just thank you for trading your attention with me. 
I value your time. I value your engagement. And I hope you find the trade worthwhile. I certainly hope this podcast isn't the chapstick to your drum set, if you know what I mean. And in that vein, the Attention Collection podcast will be taking a break for the month of August. We'll use this time to recharge and refocus, and I'll meet you right back here at the start of September. In the meantime, you can always connect with us on Instagram and on Facebook, but feel free to give yourself a break from those platforms as well. And as always, your life right now as it stands with no improvements or bells and whistles on your best day and your worst is worth noticing. It's valuable. It matters. Don't trade it for things that don't matter in the long run. Be present with your people. Truly connect. Because we don't become ourselves by ourselves. We're all in this together. 